This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Love Brand You, the show about personal branding, how your values, beliefs, and actions help you define and discover your calling and the evolution of you and your brand. Here's your host, Sam Rafus. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Today, I am going to be sharing with you some of my favorite habits. And I like to call them four habits that can change your life. So most of my life, I've been into personal and spiritual development, reading books, taking courses, music, you name it, anything to develop personally and spiritually, I I love it. And I came by it honestly from my parents. When I was growing up, they read self-help books, they listened to inspirational music and motivational tapes. Yes, I say motivational tapes because I was that child that Yeah, they had eight tracks and cassette tapes. So I'm dating myself back to the 70s growing up in Saskatchewan. And I remember riding in in the car with my dad and dad would be quoting Zig Ziglar to us kids, how you have to get rid of stinking thinking if you want to be happy and successful. But I have to say, I'm grateful to my mom and dad for showing me the value of personal growth to develop the self-confidence and go for your goals, lots of goal setting when you are in personal development. So it certainly played a big part of creating healthy habits for me. And if you're a frequent listener to the show, you know that every week when I have guests on, I ask each guest to share one of their best daily habits. From all my years of study and practice, there are many habits I've adopted, but for today's episode, I I want to take you back. I actually have an article and I have a presentation that I do on these four habits. So I thought I would share uh, some of the material from those presentations and that article that I believe are life-changing. So even if you choose one of these and you make it a daily habit, it can have the power to change how you think, feel, and act is is what I believe. So that's why I want to share them with you. And my first habit happens to be my favorite, and it's meditation. I know some of you are probably thinking, oh, yikes, everybody is talking about meditation. But really, meditation is one of the most powerful tools to tune into your subconscious mind or your intuition. So I often say what your higher calling is or what your soul is yearning for, your higher purpose. And meditation for me just helped me do that. And I know some of you are nodding in agreement that, yes, okay, I get it. I do meditate. And others may be thinking, I don't meditate. It doesn't work for me. I can't sit still. I've heard many of my friends and other people around me saying, 
I can't turn off my thoughts. I won't do it right. And a lot of these are some of the same, same struggles I've had. And I know for me that lots of times when it comes to meditation, it's really hard for me to turn off my thoughts. So even though I tried to, you know, sit and be in silence and listen to guided meditation, listen to music, I've just figured out what works for me. So I'm using meditation loosely because often if I just put in a meditation CD or an MP3, I know you're laughing, or if I turn on my um, any app on on my iPhone to meditate, sometimes I just end up falling asleep. But what what I mean about meditation is I just figured out how to either meditate or sit quietly or journal or really just put on some music and, and lay on my yoga mat and quiet my mind. And once I stopped chastising myself for doing it wrong for thinking of, of doing it wrong and just went, you know what, I'm going to do what works for me. And I would maybe write in a journal. I'd maybe read a book. I'd be quiet. Once I started doing it more frequently rather than, you know, I'd meditate, I'd start, I'd stop, I'd do it for a week or two and then I'd stop for a month. It wasn't until I began to meditate and do it habitually. And that means day after day after day that I noticed uh, a difference. So I don't necessarily make New Year's resolutions, but I do make a promise to myself at the start of every year. And uh, I don't know how many years ago was when I said, okay, I'm going to meditate, pray, and journal daily if even for two minutes. Because knowing me, if I just put it in my daily calendar, even for two minutes, then I knew that I would check it off. Where if I set myself up for, you know, I have to do this half hour meditation, then I might neglect it. And again, I just know how I work. So know, know your own personality and do what works for you. But once I could check off that two minutes, then I noticed after about six months of consistency that reoccurring messages kept showing up for me. And by messages, I mean my intuition got stronger. So I felt more confident in my personal and business decisions. And when I meditated daily, it just really helped, you know, make, solidify and build on what, goals I was working to or what messages I were coming through for me. So let's face it, in our fast-paced world, it's a bonus to learn to trust your intuition even when it doesn't make logical sense. But again, that just took some time and like any habit or it's like exercise, it's like eating healthy. Anything that you're trying to change to be healthier it's the consistency of doing it over time. So try it your own way. It can just be learning to sit in silence and listen to your own thoughts. If it doesn't 
feel right to you and you need more structure, then, you know, check out YouTube, check out um, different apps that have meditation, um, guided meditations on them. There, you can, again, do a Google search and you can find something. The point is meditation, self-reflection, quiet time, whatever works for you, try it for 30 days. I always say, for me, it just helps to commit to 30 days and then see where I want to go with it. So number habit number two, appreciation. It's easy to identify what's not working in our lives. We are a human species, and it tends to be that we can find what's not working. We can find everything that is not going right. It just seems to be human nature that we can substantiate the negative. So it's easy to, to focus on what's not working. And we all go through it. Dis- disappointment, heartache. And after my divorce seven years ago, I was at a very low point. I worried about my kids, my business, my finances. It was tough. It was, it was a tough time. It was a low point. And, you know, you have to shake out of your pity party. And I knew if I was going to do better personally and professionally, I had to do something rather than look at what wasn't working in my life. So at the time, one of the books I was reading was Money and the Law of Attraction by uh, Esther and Jerry Hicks, Abraham Hicks. And this paragraph it just had a huge impact on me and why I like to talk about appreciation. So reading the book, going through some of my journaling, and this paragraph just stuck out at me. Appreciation is a vibration of alignment with who you are. It is the absence of resistance. It is the absence of doubt and fear. It is the absence of self-denial or hatred towards others. Appreciation is the absence of everything that feels bad and the presence of everything that feels good. When you focus upon what you want, when you tell the story of how you want your life to be, you will come closer and closer to the vicinity of appreciation. And when you reach it, it will pull you toward all things that can that you consider to be good in a very powerful way. So after I read it, it just, it hit me and I thought, okay, this is what I need to do. I started to focus on gratitude. I, if you can picture the pendulum, sometimes when the pendulum is going, it goes further to one side. And at that point in my life, I was definitely further in the valley or the pit. And I thought, if I'm going to come out of this valley and into the goodness, then I had to overdo the pendulum and swing it the other way into finding everything that was good in my life. So no matter what was happening, that little sliver, that silver lining, there is always one if you look for it. You know, the, 
perpetually happy person that sometimes we all can be even irritated with at a point when you think, oh, they're always happy. That was definitely me in that point in time. Whether I was or I wasn't, that was the point, is I kept looking for what was good. So thoughts truly drive what happens in your life. And I soon realized whatever I was appreciating, appreciated. Whatever you focus on expands is a fundamental principle of the law of attraction from that book that I had happened to be reading. And again, I just focused on it and it, it, it helped. And another uh, one of my favorite spiritual intuitives is Colette Baron reed And I had printed off a, a quote of hers that I always lived by. What you are is what you attract. Let me say it again. What you are is what you attract. So what I wanted to receive is what I have to give. And I, I still live by that. So if I want happiness, I have to be happy. If I want health, I have to be healthy. You get it. So I encourage you to appreciate and give thanks for everything in your life. Even the struggles and disappointments, they're there to point us to, I think, what, what we can be thankful about. Everyone, we all go through some of the tough times and it can be difficult to get through those darker periods of time. But when you look on the other side, we can see where the tough times led us to, to the good times and where we're at now. It is possibly one of the, tougher moments that leads us to something better. And again, if you think of transformation and you think of a a butterfly uh, in a cocoon, it's the struggle to get out of the cocoon that makes it the beautiful butterfly. So take a moment and reflect on the times in your life when, you know, the darkness led you to the light. We have to take a short break. Think about that darkness to light and I'll be back after the break and I will share my third habit for you. Are you a wellness professional looking to provide clients with meal plans that actually work without all the time and effort on your part? Meal Garden Professional is the answer to beautiful, easy nutritional coaching with everything you need for your clients and your business to thrive. Meal planning is key to healthy eating, but it shouldn't have to be hard. You can try MealGarden.com totally risk-free for seven days, and if you love it as much as I do, claim your 50% discount at the end of the free trial with special promo code LOVEBRANDU. 
Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's virtual office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's virtual office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. We are back. Before the break, I was talking about uh, the first two habits for today's show, meditation and appreciation. And now I want to go into habit number three for me, which is good communication skills. And again, it sounds cliche. Yeah, we know we have to communicate. But good communication skills is important in the sense that when you're honest with yourself and others, I know we hear all the time, but it's easier said than done. And it's a critical life skill that we can all practice. And, you know, we've heard it, you know, live your truth, talk about your truth, what you want and what you don't want. But it really is about having the courage to say what you really want or what you don't want and to not assume people can read your mind. And oftentimes we get caught up in that. We assume because we haven't heard from someone or that they have replied to us in a way that didn't make sense. Again, sometimes it just takes clarification and that is communicating. They may have interpreted what you said differently than how you meant it. So listen to your intuition, do what is best for you first, and take care of your needs to be healthy and communicate with others in order to do the same for everybody else. It's impossible to please people all the time. You can't make others happy by doing or saying something that you think they want to hear. And as a woman, I know I'm being, you know, calling myself out here, but I used to say yes to everything. And early on in my entrepreneurial journey, because again, I'm, I'm, a helper. I'm service oriented. I thought it would serve me well to, you know, say yes a lot. Or when my kids were little, I said yes to volunteering a lot. I ran myself really thin because I said yes so much. I ran out of time for, for, for me because I was trying to just do so much for everybody else because I thought that was the right thing to do. So often we overgive or we worry about other people's needs first. But if you think of the analogy on the airplane, when they talk about in the safety checks, when they talk about putting your own oxygen mask on first, it's the same as communicating with others. It's hard to give of yourself if your cup is empty. And you, I'm sure you've heard that before too, that, you know, give from your over full cup. 
because when you're happy, healthy, and feeling good, it's easier to to give from a place of 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 being in a good place yourself. So communication, say yes when when you can or when you feel good about it and it's okay to say no too. There's a balance between giving and receiving. So sometimes no is a better answer if if you can't help somebody to the extent that you either want to given your time or or your expertise or what you can do at that time. You will never get what you want if you don't decide what it is, yes or no. So communicate clearly with confidence and believe that, you know, you can serve others the best, yes or no. So whatever it is you want in life, ask for help if you need it, offer help if you can give it. There are many people who are offering their help and services as much as you want to give. So my grandma used to always tell me just if somebody wants to give you something or offer you help, then just take it. Say yes. Say thank you if you can use it. So don't let fear hold you back from saying yes or no. And it's okay to clearly communicate and not make everybody happy all the time because it's impossible. And that brings me to the fourth and final habit. For for me, I want to share, look for what you can celebrate. And one of my clients said to me one time, well, isn't celebration and appreciation the same thing when I was talking about this very topic with her? Well, for me, they're a little bit different. I used to, when I talk about celebration, I'm talking about big goals. So I would, you know, have a big goal on my to-do list and I would strive for everything. Like say I wanted to make a money goal in my business or I wanted to, you know, make a health goal, losing weight after my children or um, a... And any big goal that I was going for, I would focus on the big goal. And I would get discouraged if it wasn't happening. But what I noticed is when I started celebrating along the way, so say I was, and I learned my losing weight goal, and that's how I ended up you know, healthy eating to get to my healthy weight after my kids. That's how I ended up helping other women when I was a nutrition professional. That's how I helped other women get successful about losing the baby weight after their kids. And the biggest, um, the biggest helper you could say is knowing that I just celebrated each time that I did something. So whether it was, sticking to my plan that week of eating breakfast every day or sticking to my plan of eating lots of vegetables and not not having you know too many uh, missed meals because again that was a big one for me chasing you know three little kids i often i would put off eating and then that 
harm my health too. And then that can keep weight on when you're, it, it sounds counterintuitive, but if you're not feeding yourself enough healthy foods, then your body will hang on to that weight that you're carrying. So anyway, when, once I figured out that I would just celebrate everything that I did do that week and started sharing that with my clients and not focusing on so much that weight goal and not necessarily weighing them every single time I saw them, but we would measure weight, we would measure inches, we would measure uh, what they were eating as far as health went and start celebrating those small victories, I really started to notice a difference and I carried that over into other areas of my life and even other areas of my business. Instead of focusing on you know, X number of clients that I wanted to attract for, you know, that month or that quarter, I would focus on the fact that I actually had, you know, 10 great conversations that I felt good about in helping uh, individuals that led to another conversation or it did lead to a client. So rather than just tracking the number of closes, I tracked what I was doing right and what felt good, and I would celebrate the small successes along the way. And your mind doesn't know the difference. And again, this goes back to all the reading and studying that I like to do. Your mind, you have to tell your mind what you want before you can actually again, create the habit, but your mind doesn't know the difference between a big goal and a little goal. It's like that fight or flight stress response in our body. It's our body's physiological reaction that incurs to the response to a real or perceived threat. So basically in our mind, the alarm sounds and our body reacts whether we really do have to run away from that bear, or we're just stressed out. And that's, again, keeping with the health example, because our ancestors actually did have to run away from big animals. And so that would be a stress response. It was a fight or flight, life or death. Now, in our 21st century that we live in now, we have that fight or flight stress response sometimes 10, 20, 30 times a day, the physiological response. So it could be we're running late and we're stressed out. But if you look at how we do that when we're worried about, you know, creating a goal, it's the same with success. So our mind doesn't know the difference between achieving a big goal or a little goal, but the magic is if you start to celebrate it the way you might as a big goal, every small step forward, every mini goal that gets you closer to the big goal, it multiplies. And as I said earlier about what, appreciate, what you appreciate appreciates, when you focus on success, it has you attract even more success. And I know this because, again, I've practiced it, I try it, 
I've tried it and I've used it many, many, many times and it works. So when I made the decision to continue my business, which was part-time when my kids were little, but after my divorce, I was stressed about not getting clients fast enough. I started worrying about finances and you know, that snowball starts rolling. But once again, I knew from all of my reading and studying that I had to change what I was focusing on in order to get a different result. So I started thinking about all the things that I had accomplished and realized that I truly had achieved many small goals that I hadn't even acknowledged. And once I reminded myself of this, wrote a few things down, um, you know, just the fact that I had successfully you know, scheduled my, my time and my, my schedule around my kids' schedule and my business schedule that I had found a way to make it work part-time, that I could figure out a way to make it work even more if I had already solved that problem. And once I started working on that and then helping other women do the same thing because I'd already done it, that built on my success because the women I was starting to help that were moms that were building their businesses around their kids' schedule. And they had saw that I had, you know, somehow done it and was able to help them with it. Then you can celebrate that. And I taught, you know, others to do the same. So I started thinking about everything that I had achieved. And once I reminded myself of that, I went to more successes and I, you know, focused on what was good. I'd go to sleep on good thoughts. I'd have a better sleep because I wouldn't be worried at night. It, again, it started to snowball in a positive way. So celebrate especially the feeling of what you want to have that's where it all comes comes from do you want to do you want to feel sad and depressed or do you want to feel happy and successful and it's easier said than done again i said at the beginning of the show it's easier said than done but it just takes practice and it's like any habit. It's like eating healthier. It's like exercise. It's very painful to start something new exercise wise. Your body hurts, your, your mind plays tricks on you that you don't want to do it or can't do it. It's the same thing with overcoming our negative holding us back beliefs and actions to choosing positive thoughts and choosing what to celebrate. And even in the midst of seemingly a bad situation or event, it is what you think about, you bring about. We've heard that many times. There's many people that say that, what you think about, you bring about, and it is so true. So acknowledge every success, no matter how small, you know, I started keeping a daily log because again, we get focused on what's not working or we focus on something negative and it's easy to, you know, notice that dark cloud of, of what's going wrong. And I just started 
saying to myself, okay, I've had that thought. Okay, what's the opposite I can think? And I would write it down. And I just kept doing that, kept doing that. And I called it my little celebration log. And I kept doing a little bit every day. And it did help. So these are four habits that I just wanted to share with you on today's show. Meditation, appreciation, communication, and celebration. Do I focus every single day on every single one? Maybe not all the time, but they are so ingrained in me that they become part of who I am, part of, you could say, my personal brand. Personally, this is what I focus on. And it was interesting to me, as, and again, I kind of laugh when I come across uh, quotes or sayings that, that support um, these types of endeavors that I'm working on. And a few weeks ago, I read a quote from Brendan Burchard, who is a number one New York Times bestselling author, um, and he's... Uh, said to be the world's leading high performance coach. And this quote, I just looked at it and I thought, aha, I have to write that one down. I have a stack of index cards that I keep affirmations written on, quotes written on, and I read those daily. I practice many of them daily. But the newest one here from Brendan Burchard, he says, first it is an intention, then a behavior, then a habit, then a practice, then a second nature, then it is simply who you are. I had to let that one sink in. Whew. So these four habits I like to think are second nature, meditation, appreciation, communication, and celebration. When you make even one of them a habit, it I believe it can be truly life-changing. So here's my challenge to you. Out of the four, pick one that you know you could, that, that could help you. And do it for 30 days in a row. If you miss a day, start back at one. And this is what I have my clients do when we're working on any of these uh, habits that they feel that they need to work on. So I have them, you know, do it 30 days in a row. If you miss a day, you start back at day one, because it really makes you think about whether you want to miss it or not, and to see how it impacts you. So try it for 30 days. And let me know how you did. You can send me an email. You can send me a message on any social media, Sam Rafis on Twitter, on Instagram, or the Love Brand You Instagram page. You can find me and put a note on the podcast page. I'd love to know if you try it for 30 days, what happens for you. So that's it. Until next time, keep sharing the love. Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. If you like what you heard on today's show, head to iTunes and subscribe to Love Brand You. You can leave a comment, a review, or send Sam a note for recommendations on a future guest you'd like to hear on the show. Thanks for listening to Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. 
For more, visit samrafus.com. S-A-M-R-A-F-O-S-S dot com. This is the EWN Podcast Network.